0: Today, we are gonna have one of the favorite episodes of the year for some of you. This is our top strategies from the entire year of 2022. Get ready guys, this is gonna be a fun-filled strategy fest. How cool is that? Pretty cool, I think. two, three, four. Wanna check estimated sales for products you see on Amazon? Or maybe you want to instantly see how many listings on page one of a search term result have the actual search keyword in the title. You can find all of these things out and more with the Helium 10 Chrome extension tool X-Ray. More than one million people have used this tool. Find out what it can do for you by downloading it for free at h10.me forward slash X-Ray. h10.me forward slash X-Ray. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Serious Sellers Podcast by Helium 10. I am your host, Bradley Sutton, and this is the show that's a completely BS-free, unscripted, and unrehearsed organic conversation about serious strategies for serious sellers of any level in the e-commerce world. And for those of you watching this on YouTube, or you might be listening to the podcast, you might see me moving a little bit strange, and you hear some heavy breathing weird noise. I'm actually on a under-desk treadmill right now. So one of the things for next year on the podcast uh, um you know 2023 as we get in there it's gonna be a a kind of a a key thing As i think uh health is important mental health physical health diets you know hobbies things like that you've already seen me start some new things on the podcast on the youtube version where we um you know like show videos of me and my travels because you know that's my hobby you know everybody has different hobbies mine is travel so i try and incorporate a little bit of travel to each of of the episode and some of the other hobbies but you know Health, I think, is something that entrepreneurs, we we kind of, like, take for granted sometimes. And, you know, for those who don't know, you know, you know, I even had a heart attack this year. Um, You know, was out dead for 10 minutes before revived by a paramedic. So, obviously, health, physical health is something that's at the top of my, you know, kind of, like, list of important things. And, you know, you never think that somebody, you know, our age or my age, you know, might, that could happen to you. But, you know, as entrepreneurs, I think sometimes, especially those of us who work from home, we might get in this routine where we don't have the best eating habits, we don't have the best, you know, exercise habits, and so I'm gonna try and you know bring that out with a lot of our guests uh, this coming year. Like, hey, seeing what they're doing, and uh, one of the things for me is, hey, every day I want to do at least like a mile or two on this treadmill, this standing desk uh, treadmill that I've got here. You know, whether I'm recording podcasts or on on calls or things like that. So, as you can tell. I'm really out of shape. That's why I'm breathing heavily, even though I'm only walking on this thing. But that's my kind of like motivation that hey, I need to uh, you know, make sure my physical health is taken care of uh next year. And hopefully you guys are able to do, you know, things of that nature. But we're here not just to talk about health, let's talk about health of our Amazon businesses and Walmart businesses. And one of the ways we can do that is by going over some of our guest top strategies. So I know most of you guys haven't been able to listen to every single episode out there. So what our team has done, you know, Mel and Nico on the back end is they they have taken out some, all of the 30 second tips and 60 second tips that that our guests have given. And then what I did was I picked like some of the best of the best and I, you know, there's a lot I couldn't get out here, but we're gonna go over some of these strategies so that you guys are ready to crush it in 2023. So let's hop right into it. Here's the first couple from Andrew and Kareem.
1: So um, I know you're talking about negative keywords with PPC. Um, You know, everyone does that, blah, blah, blah. But I do think there is there's some keywords that people shy away from. And I do kind of have a strategy for finding some good ones. Um, A lot of people are kind of scared of the negative phrase keywords. Um, And one of the things I've started doing with the Helium 10 tools is if you use AdTomic, they will give you. There's two years of the search terms that you know you you've had, you know, stored in there. You can yeah. download the last two years of search terms. And so I do that. I download the last two years of search terms. I take that whole list and I put it in Frankenstein. So you break it down into individual words. And then you take those individual words, you put it into Excel, and you gotta do a little Excel magic, but you can actually search through all the search terms and have it uh, sum up all the sales um, for each word. So say, uh, you know, you have a random word like orange or something. You can look up how how many sales you got on orange. And say you look through the last two years and there's no sales for orange. Then that means, you know, okay, you can make a negative phrase out of this and you have two years worth of data to back this up. So you're safely making these, these things. And that's I think that's better than the exact keywords, than the exact negatives, because it can be in any different phrase. So sure. you just save yourself a bunch of money in the future.
2: Yeah, so we have Helium 10 alerts that are kind of on there and we use the Helium 10 profit tracker to look at our sessions, conversions. We use a lot of the, almost every Helium 10 tool <laughs> because Amazon does the a, does a Cuba scans. And a lot of times they don't even pick up your new packaging so it's good to make a separate skew with your new packaging so that you can differentiate which one is the new packaging mm. and which one's the old one, uh, yeah. or else you're going to get stuck in that cycle. Cause you have one item that's left over in the old packaging. Amazon just for some reason, it, it's just bad luck and they keep scanning that one item over and over again. When you have this whole new packaging that can save you a dollar or two, but yeah, doing the regular re-measurements. Um, if something spikes up, use the alerts from Helium 10, keep track of them. If it goes up, remeasure it and hopefully you'll get back to your lower fee, especially right now because fees have gone up another 5%. One of them is probably uh, something that you guys have been using a little bit more is using the brain analytics with the search terms that healing 10 has kind of moved into magnet. So I've been actually paying attention to that a lot more since that, that those keyword data you can actually get. So if your product is not doing as well as last year, or if it's um, you're seeing some spikes, make sure to go into your brain analytics look at those keywords and sort by your searches or your purchases. So you can see, maybe there's a keyword that you don't even know it's a random keyword that you've been hitting and you're not even advertising on it. And you're in the middle of the page and do a, a put a high bid on there and get to the top of the page. And that can make, that can make or break your product.
0: All right. So that first one was from Andrew it was from episode three hundred and nineteen. So if you guys want to take a listen to that episode, h10.me forward slash three one nine, really great, interesting episode about how two brothers uh, actually started, you know, uh, f- two brothers from the same mother, <laughs> literally, you know, started the business, uh, their businesses together. And the episode 397, h10.me forward slash 397 was with Kareem. And there was another great episode full of a lot of strategies. So make sure to check that one out too. Now, our next two clips here are from the same episode. And these are two sellers who came from Nigeria and are just crushing it online.
3: Okay, so now because of this new product that I've had a lot of success with, it kind of made me um, neglect the other products that was doing great for me prior to having that product. Mm. And that's why this year I decided not to launch any new product, but just to kind of nurture um, the same way as um, Sharon spoke about earlier. So even when you're having great products at a point, um, just keep in mind that you still have a good product that was doing okay um, prior to that product arriving, because you never can, you never can tell what might happen to this new product. Cause you know with Amazon, so um, do not neglect the other products that have been doing good for you. Nurture them and make sure that um they don't run out of stock or you lose focus on those um products. Okay, um, my next thirty second tip is about um when you're looking for a product, do not look for a product, look for a keyword. If you're looking for a product, it means the product already exists. Instead, look for a keyword. When you find a good keyword, then you figure out what product can I sell under this keyword? What product does this keyword really describe? And when you find that product, invest in packaging. And the reason is that. However, if, let me just throw figures out there. So even if this product costs you $4 and the package costs you $2, that extra $2 could mean you being able to sell your product for an extra $10. So if you look at it, it's like selling two products in one is like a bundle. You're selling a product mm-hmm. and you're selling the packaging. The only difference is that you're not paying FBA fees on the packaging because the FBA fees is on the product. So you just sold your $2 package for ten dollars we FBA fees.
0: All right, guys, I highly recommend checking out that episode. That was episode 317, h forward slash 317 to see Elizabeth and Sharon's stories. Really inspiring to check out that whole episode. Let's go into our next couple of guests with two, with the name of, start with the name of M, Matt and also Mina.
4: Okay, so the first one is if you don't have like a really good analytics, you're blind. Um, and so this is what I do. I have a daily for seven days in seven days chunks. Um, PPC spend, PPC sales, total sales, uh, units, sessions, uh, cost per session, click-through rate, conversion rate, cost per click, uh, and then sale price, Amazon fees, cost of goods, uh, and then the profit and so you can calculate all of those and then at the end of the seven day period calculate the total and then do another seven of them and then at the end that calculate the total and then start noticing uh, the, the the changes week on week and so if on Monday you made optimizations, uh, then you wait a week and you look at the new total and your PPC spend goes up, but your sessions don't go up, then understand that what the effect of those optimizations are. So once you have um, your analytics built like that, and, and I can obviously share my sheet and you can just like duplicate it, but once you have it built like that, it's so easy to see week on week the change. Because so many people will just say, okay, your PPC spend was $100, your, your PPC sales was $500, is that good or bad? No idea. But good or bad is always dependent on okay what was it before so if it was 500 dollars ppc spend and 500 sales and now it's 100 and 500 that's amazing and so that's it's great to always benchmark uh, you know what you're doing in the previous weeks and then see okay what's new this week so now your ppc spend went up everything looks good okay let's do a few more optimizations and then you notice the new total uh, a week later and and so that's how that's one of like the biggest game changers for me I would say probably our biggest thing here
5: recently, and, and this is every client that we bring on, it's something that we do as soon as we bring them on the first month, really optimize your image stack. Um, so we Pull everyone's questions and answers. And we make sure if there are questions that are coming up on every competitor's product, we answer that in our first two to three images. Because I don't know about you, but I only shop Amazon on mobile. I never scroll down to the bullet points or the A-plus content on mobile. I swipe the first three to four images. If it doesn't say what I want to see, I'm on to the next product. Um, Doing that alone has doubled our conversion rate on a lot of products. So it doesn't take much time to do Helium 10 actually scrapes it. That's where we're getting all the questions and answers from. And super simple. So we we do basically every marketplace at this point. Um, For Walmart, it's honestly... um, kind of like where Amazon was six, seven years ago, you you can get away with a lot of things that you can't on Amazon. Um, Two-step URLs still work perfectly fine. You can rank a product to the top of any page with just add to carts. You don't actually even need purchases. Um, But the biggest thing that I think people miss out on is Walmart will actually upload, if you're a new seller, say you've been selling on Amazon or Shopify, your reviews to your product on Walmart. Um, All you have to do is open up a support case with their team, and basically prove that the reviews are on your Shopify site and they'll port them over. Um, Most of our clients are like, well, we don't have that many reviews on our Shopify site. So we use Helium 10's extension to go ahead and scrape those reviews. And then we post them ourselves to our Shopify site and then we get Walmart to syndicate them up to the products.
0: All right. Those were some two great tips. How many of you guys are using something similar with your PPC strategy that Mina was talking about? or perhaps you know interested in getting more reviews on your Walmart listings like Matt was talking about. Those two episodes that these ones came from is another great two episodes. So if you want to catch the full ones, Mina's is episode 340 and Matt's was episode 363. Remember any of these episodes, you can just go h10.me forward slash and then put that number of the episode there. Let's get into our next two.
6: A 30 second tip would be to launch on Etsy and then find out what is the stats that you need to for it to be a top 20% seller. And you do that with just the products that you currently have. I found that the stat I need is I need the uh, click-through rate to be above 0.8. and I need the conversion rate to be above 2%. And I need to add to cart rate to be above 4%. And if that hits all three, then I know it's a top 20% seller that I can then Sell on Amazon.
7: Yeah, well, one thing that is missed with um, with keywords, I I feel, is the title. Um, title, the title is obviously a, a critical point. So, one of the things that I call is like the variation in the title. What I mean by that is like the color, the size, the quantity of the product that you are selling. Where do you place that in the title, and how do you write it? Like, do you write pieces in pieces, or do you write PCS? Do you put it with a space, with the number of units, without the space, all, all of those kind of uh, question marks that I have. Um, so what we what we started doing is, it just depends on the product. So again, we take all of the titles of the competitors, copy all of them, put them in a nice like word document, like a Google uh, Google document, and then we just start coloring things inside of it. So we start coloring uh, the keywords that repeat themselves. So all of like, let's say yoga mat, so you color yoga mat all over the place. Um, but then with the pieces we are looking not just how they write it cause we want to write it the same way. We also look at where they place it in the title because if it's like a first aid kit, you probably want to have it at the beginning, uh, like the number of pieces that's critical for them to know how many pieces come with this first aid kit, 350 pieces, 200 pieces, uh, stuff like that. And if you think about um, usually color, for example, like a red yoga mat, that will probably be at the end of the title. Like the color red will be at the very end. So you don't really need to start your title with like red yoga mat. Um, but again, that I think like with the title, I think that's a lot of times missed. And a lot of sellers kind of have like, and when we do this exercise that we did it so many times, you see so many sellers just like off point completely with like five keywords that are shouldn't be in the title because no one else has them. Doesn't have any any ranking relevancy yep. or anything of that. So, um, that's one exercise everyone can do right now, and you will just get more impressions. Like if you have a better title, it just means more impressions, more mm. relevancy, um, and just just take your competitors' titles and just improve it slightly. That's that's all we really do. And I think a lot of sales are starting with Cerebro just to kind of see what are the top keywords and then build their title from scratch. Instead of what they should be doing is they should be taking their top 10, 20 competitors, take all their titles, come up with something that th- seems better and then check that in Helium 10, Cerebra and see if they missed any important keywords mm-hmm. that they don't have yet.
0: All right. I love shan real quick and to the point, probably something 99% of you didn't even think about is actually, you know, getting proof of concept on Etsy. Before Amazon, and of course, Tomer uh, always comes with the the hot strategy. So I hope you guys uh, think about that when thinking about the titles. You know, it's not just about looking at title density and say I'm going to have something in my title that nobody else has. It's you know that that's a great way to know how easy or difficult it might be to get to page one. But it's about look taking a holistic view of your niche. So if you want Shan Shan's full episode, that is 3:44, and Tomer's full episode where you get a lot of. Uh, other great tips is 364 let's go ahead and get into the next two strategies
8: yeah so um it pays to file design patents if you've got a distinctive looking product it pays to file a design patent application uh, keep in mind that you you need to do it at as early a stage as possible um, if the product has been on the market for a year it is absolutely too late hmm. but Having a design patent on a distinctive design could be very effective for shutting down competitors. Um, but also, it's these days, Amazon seems to easily shut someone down when a product looks even remotely similar to a design patent. A lot of times, this is unfair. Um, so a lot of times, you might get shut down from someone else's design patent where they really legitimately shouldn't be able to shut you down. But that's why it pays to be the one holding the design patent. Um, If Amazon is deferring to IP owners, it pays to be the one holding the IP.
9: Okay, so like the most common question I get is like, I'm looking for influencers, can you help me find them? Or like, how do I Mm -hmm. reach out? How do I find them? My best tip is like, look on social media, like look on TikTok, look on Instagram, look on Facebook, look on any platform you're interested in and use hashtags, use hashtag Amazon finds, hashtag Amazon fashion, Amazon beauty, Amazon haul, Amazon must haves. These are all really popular, like Amazon related hashtags that content creators are using with their content. So when you look it up, you find content, you can niche down Amazon pet, whatever your product is, you can niche down the hashtag and then find creators already talking about similar products. And if you look at their content, vet their content, if you're like, okay, I like the way that this person, you know, creates content and I like their engagement and I think their follower base would be a good fit with my audience then reach out. Uh, I always suggest an email, but if you can't find an email, DM them. And then just like, remember that they're human. And like, remember, like, you know, as much as they want to bring you value, I think it should be mutually beneficial. And like, you should bring them value as well. So treat them like a human. And like, it's a, you know, it's a partnership. So That's that's what I recommend. It's um, use social media hashtags and then vet the content from there. And if you want to just you know get a good response and like develop that partnership, make sure it's like worth it for the both of you guys.
0: Love this. Completely different kinds of topics. Completely different type of guest. You know, first we had there Rich with that one about patents. So if you guys want to find out more about you know trademarks, patents, definitely check out uh, check out Rich's episode. It's three sixty eight. And then on the complete opposite end of the spectrum gracie was talking about influencers you know we always want to you know send outside traffic and maybe TikTok influencers but how do we get those influencers that was a great tip from gracie if you want to see her full episode make sure to look for episode 360. let's go to the next two
10: one of the biggest mistakes that we made was we were looking at acos and we weren't using a tool for it we weren't like we weren't using any kind of software or anything and so if you sort in seller central by acos it completely ignores the things that haven't had a sale and waste and are just wasting money. So make sure that you are looking at the products that are the keywords that are just outright losing money and not converting at all, uh, because mm-hmm. you will waste a lot of money if you don't eliminate those. So there's just these ones that like, if you're not using Atomic uh, or yeah. any other software, like you're just, you're blind to them and you can lose a lot of money very quickly. Uh, and the other thing with that is even if the top keyword for your product is like, oh, I have to advertise for this because it's the top keyword for my product. If you're losing yeah. a lot of money on it, stop advertising on it. Come back to it once you've actually have sales from other things and you're ranked up in other places and Amazon might give you a better position. So, like don't just throw money at something that is useless.
11: Yep. Yep. So anything in the buy box. Now, this this is my favorite hack because it is all white hat. Right. And that's one thing that allows me to sleep at night is everything we do yep. is white hat. Absolutely. So it's all white hat. That's the best part. It's able to, and I'll give a little pitch to it. It's going to be able to increase your average order value. It's going to be able to influence the frequently purchased together with section. It's going to be able to take up more real estate on your Amazon listings. And then it's going to be able to help you launch new products faster. Right. Okay. That's a pretty sweet hack. So, what this hack is, is essentially, and one of the best examples is go to like any of the MacBook listings on Amazon. What you'll notice is below the add to cart button, there is this whole section on the right-hand side that says add an accessory, okay? And then there's little tick boxes. And right now there's four different accessories that you can add onto a MacBook, per- a MacBook purchase. So there's little tick boxes. All a customer has to do is just hit the tick box and it automatically goes into the cart. So what this what this does though, is you would initially think like, oh, well I don't wanna divert traffic away from somebody that's about to buy my product, right? What's cool is that Amazon, if you click on any of those accessories and you're trying to figure out like, what is this? Do I need this? It just brings up a pop-up. You don't leave that page. It brings up a pop-up where you get to see the product photos, the description, the bullets, but in a much more condensed way. It, it's one of my favorite things on amazon and then you know you're able to click out of it add it to your cart and then what we've seen because we've tested this you don't have to say or it doesn't have to be in like the same like product category per se right
0: now guys uh, i just want to tell you ben's episode was one of the most unique ones that was just one of the many tips that he gave well, by the way it's episode 379 but he had crazy other tips like he talked about how he had one listing that was made up completely of puns. So I highly recommend checking out that full episode when you have the chance, episode 379. And then uh, Josh's one, that tip that he gave, there, there's actually it's actually longer, so make sure to check out the, the full version. But that won multiple awards. That won Best Hack at the Billion Dollar Seller Summit and at Sell and Scale Summit in Vegas from Helium 10, that one, like he won prizes for that one. So if you want to check out the full one, make sure to check out episode 387. Let's get into the next two episodes.
12: Well, we were just talking a lot about packaging. So I think packaging is a really good strategy and you can change up your packaging. You know, even if you have a current brand, find a good designer. I think Upwork is such a good place to look. And if you email people, they will send you you know, their proposal, they'll send you other things, other brands that they've done. So look and see. And and really, when you're working with graphic designers, collaborate. If you give them the freedom, like they're creative. They do this all day. They see stuff all day. So ask them to send you brands that they've worked on that have similar products. Take ideas for, from them. Let them give ideas to you. But Bright and colorful packaging will stand out, like a brightly colored box will stand out so much in your hero image, and that will help you get the click to your listing. So it's like, you know, the number one thing your customers see.
13: I guess I can give another tip on reviews. Mm-hmm. Uh, something that worked very well for us was using Vine. And uh, Vine Vine needs to be used in a certain way to be, um, to be successful. Uh, one thing that I learned is that Vine reviewers actually pay taxes uh, when they order products over $600 uh, or, or overall $600. So um, Amazon just gives them this you know, tax notice. And so if you have products um, that you send to Vine that are not worth their, their while um, or their taxes they have to pay on that, uh, they probably won't redeem it. And so um, when you develop a product, uh, considering that now it's very hard to get reviews and Vine is really the only option that we have, Think about that as well. Um, like cheap products are, um, you know, a no-brainer for them. Uh, grocery are free; they can get as many grocery items without paying any taxes. So if you sell groceries, they can get, you know, you can get a lot of buying reviews, um, and they can redeem those for free. And um, if you decide to go regardless with the product you have in mind, what I would suggest is, and this is kind of like maybe a grayish. Um, if you if you will, Bradley, but we we send you know the first fifty hundred um, items in in you know a, a nicer kind of packaging, simply because we want to deliver a much better experience to these yeah. vine reviewers. Um, they care about the product, the packaging. Uh, they're very critical, and so we want to make a really good impression. Now it doesn't mean that. Uh, You know, after these products have been uh, redeemed, we change the packaging. Now, the packaging is the same, but we perhaps put it in another gift box, or you know, like you cannot ship uh, to them using the gift wrapping, you know, the Amazon default um, option. But, you know, you get the point. The point is to give them a packaging that looks a little bit more appealing and it's nicer. And you most likely will get, you know, the five-star reviews uh, compared to the three or four that, you know, they typically give you because of their level of uh, criticism. Um, So I would say these are my uh, top tips at the moment. All right. Another great two. Um, Episodes, you know, Anne has been on this podcast
0: multiple times. But to to see more about packaging, actually, if you watch the YouTube version, you can actually see some of the packaging that she's talking about. Hers was episode 388. That's a great tip that I think a lot of us sellers don't think about sometimes. And then the one that uh, Leo uh, was on was episode 389. Great tips about reviews, but in his full episode, he talked more about outside traffic and a lot of other cool things. Let's go to the next two.
11: Yeah, so one of the tips I wanna give Bradley uh, with a quick 30 seconds is uh, take a look at YouTube. I think YouTube is not being utilized as much uh, for people that are selling on Amazon FBA. As we all know, everybody goes to Amazon to search for a product, and once they got that product, let's say if it comes to either a feature or maybe how to do something like replacing a battery on a remote, they're gonna do a Google search. So I suggest to build out your brand or your product, uh, go over to YouTube, start a YouTube channel, Put some videos in there on how to replace a battery or more about your product or brand and i think that's a really quick way to kind of extend out uh you know promoting your product and brand uh that's not necessarily on amazon
14: and second one is i would say you know there's a saying genius is the one most like himself so don't try to be some, somebody else, right? Like in this Amazon world where mm-hmm. a lot of people, they're like, oh my gosh, like somebody is an eight-figure seller, you know, nine-figure seller. Like, I wanted to do that, right? But I felt like the you can't, you can never be some somebody else. So you need to find your strength and you need to use that every single day so that you can reach to their height one day, but in a different way. Uh and the third, I would say, is find your superpower. So like, You know, some people, maybe they have, I think everybody of us have quirks, right? So, you know, some people might have OCD, like, you know, ADHD, autism, whatever, but you can channel that superpower in uh, entrepreneurship so that you can focus on how to leverage your quirkness into something instead of, you know, be like, okay, I need to fix this, I need to do finance, I need to do everything, right? So you can all sorts of things and you can just focusing on your superpower as you scale. All
0: right, so that's maybe something that, you didn't think about as far as what rob was talking about you know for youtube you know we think of like tiktok and maybe instagram but you know don't sleep on youtube If you want to check out rob's full episode make sure to go to episode 399 again that's h10.me forward slash 399 and crystal was somebody who actually i forgot what it was the actual number i think she started with like a hundred thousand dollars investment in her business or something really high like that and she was able to exit her business right away so to get her full story make sure to uh, check out episode 351. All right, so let's get in uh, to the last serious sellers podcast uh, strategy with Anthony.
5: Okay, other 30 second tip is something I've been practicing with uh, image optimization of trying to actually get a score for speed of comprehension. And so you can use a split testing tool, something like PickFu, audiences, is, it would be fantastic, is uh, you upload an infographic, something in your image gallery, a secondary image, and you ask, what is the purpose of this image? And then you know what you think the purpose is, but then you're just trying to gauge if you're getting 50 responses. If 40 out of 50 people put in the response that you think is close to that, then you're good. You're like 80%. But if 10 people out of 50 are saying that they, you know, you're know, you getting the same response, then most likely people in a distracted shopping environment, it's not going to click. That speed of comprehension is not there. And uh, it kind of blows my mind doing this with other sellers, how often you'll put in like what is in posi- image position two or three, like really important images that... The vast majority of people totally think the purpose of that image is different than what you think. All
0: right, that was a very interesting thing. A lot of you guys are definitely using PicFu or uh, Helianton audiences, so that was a great tip. If you want to check out Anthony's other strategies, make sure to check out episode 403. All right, for the last strategies, actually not from the Serious Sellers podcast, but it's from the AMPM podcast. All right, you know whatever you're listening to this on, you can also you know see the AMPM podcast there. So check this out from episode 320. Of the AMPM podcast,
4: and one of the things you mentioned it earlier,
0: and I know it's one of your hallmarks of what you do, and you're similar to me in this way. But a lot of people, it's just something that they just don't understand or don't want to put the effort or the money into. But it's differentiation with packaging, and yeah. you're you're huge on that. Um, and I think I think I think it was you that told me a story about some swords or something like that where. You you did did something and the sword was in one type of box and I'm I'm just making things up here and it was selling for ten bucks but then you put it in some sort of other type of packaging and you sold the exact same sword for like fifty dollars or something crazy like that is is, is,
6: can you tell me you're you're almost there you're almost there it was a knife a knife Um, okay a knife yeah cost of goods was sixteen bucks the client was selling it at forty nine and I looked at it It was a ugly clamshell package said. uh, suggested that we could change this and have an outer box so uh, it kind of looks like an iphone box really clear silhouette on the outside full color process on the outside on the other side so people see what they when they got it they could see what the knife looked like really cool then you opened it up and it was a rigid box with a magnetic clasp when they opened it up it had all the features and the benefits of this full four color process knife right there you didn't see the knife you had to unveil the knife, so you opened it up, and then you saw the knife, and really beautiful. Like uh, the the logo was in the uh, pivot or the rivet on the, uh, and it was also in the uh, on the blade. Changed that, and we were able to go from. Uh, we tried different price points, but we went to from ninety nine to one twenty four.
8: Exact same knife. same knife. Nothing changed. exact on the-
6: nothing. Nothing. Nothing changed. Nothing. And how much did the, the extra packaging cost you? Three dollars ish. Not even that. So uh, it, I I don't even think it was close to that. Uh, but anyways, uh, even the 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 we put it into a high density. Um, compression foam like an eva foam so when you got the knife it was it it looked beautiful and then you popped it open like there was a thumb groove everything went into this like convenience and just psychological things oh you don't have to force your fingers in to get the knife there was a way to pop it out um and then uh the insert went to an extended warranty now this is where we cleaned up i didn't tell you this part we created a 52-week meal plan, and we also created two cookbooks. So if people signed up for the extended warranty, they also got the meal plan, but we would email them the – and now this is if they're registered, right? So we would have their email address. If they wanted the, the, uh, the weekly meal plan, we'd send it to them. Now, how did we develop the weekly meal plan? We sent the knives to chefs. And we sent the knives to culinary schools and we asked them for recipes. So they gave <laughs> us all these recipes and they kept the knife. They took pictures with the knife and we asked them to tag us on Instagram. We got tons of user generated content. We can't eat, like, thousands of user generated content for people that were giving us 10 photos, 100 photos, giving us photos with food. And we could use that over and over and over again, plus videos, like some of the videos that we have, beautiful, really well done. Uh, okay, this is now, we started that a few years back, but as of right now, that same culinary school, guess what they're doing? An Amazon Live cooking show. Hmm. And they're going on, they're using all of their, the knives now, like there's a full selection. And we've got it where they've agreed that they're going to broadcast a cooking lesson uh, on, through Amazon Live. And during the, po- uh, during the, uh, the live, we're going to be selling the, the product. But just going back to that knife for a second. So then went back, and this is where talking to a manufacturer um, really helps out. So we went back and we said, what can we do differently that kind of keeps in the same price point? He said, well, hammer, hammer the, the knife. Okay. So they showed us these hammered knives. And the exact same knife is a Damascus steel. One's hammered, one is layered. And uh, same price point. Okay. Let's get a wood case. And let's get like the satin finish. And let's make it look even better than the other one. Package it in a black box, etch it with like a uh, like a premium, whatever the addition was, and it it stood out gorgeous. All right, so it was the the wooden. I know this for a fact. It was three dollars and fifty ish cents packaged with the wooden case. That sixteen dollar knife was introduced at two hundred and twenty four bucks. Wow. Yeah. That's the that's the power of
0: branding and packaging that so many people will just completely overlook. All right, so that one wasn't necessarily a 30 second tip, you know, Kevin doesn't do do those, but you can find a lot of high quality, high end, especially for high level I should say you know strategies from the guests that Kevin brings on there. So make sure to subscribe to the AMPM podcast if you have not yet. That episode again was episode 320 of the AMPM podcast uh right there. You can see that on YouTube or Spotify or uh, also on Apple Podcasts episode 320. All right guys, that's it for this special episode. You know, the every single episode our uh guests are giving hard-hitting strategies like this. So as much as you can, I highly recommend, you know, downloading each podcast, trying to listen to it on your own time, taking notes and, and these things. And, and if you really have, you know, enjoyed the podcast this year, please leave us a review on whatever platform you're listening on. But just know that even if you don't listen to every single episode, every at the end of every year, we'll try and summarize some of the top ones that our listeners have voted on and have said that hey, these strategies really help them out. So make sure to always tune into this episode. I can't wait for another four hundred and eight episodes or so next, uh, you know, the next few years. So we'll see you guys in 2023.